mother to pop icon Katy Perry, but I'm just excited to call her a friend. That's right. My guest today is Mary Hudson. Mary and I had the chance to sit down a couple weeks ago in Southern California, shortly after the eruption of the wildfires in Malibu and Calabasas. And just as a side note for our listening audience, I do just encourage you to continue to pray for those who've been affected by the fires. Many people have lost loved ones, they've lost property, and I believe many people are actually still missing, and the search continues. So let's pray for the first responders there and uh, the, the rescue workers who are there as well, and obviously those who have been affected. This interview was actually recorded at In His Presence Church, which is in Woodland Hills, which is not too far from the fire. And if you haven't seen my social media pages on uh, Facebook specifically, I covered this in a little bit on Instagram. The pastors of the church, In His Presence Church, where we recorded this interview, are Mel and Desiree Ayers. They had the fire at their house in Calabasas come all the way up to their property. And there's an incredible picture I shared of Pastor Mel Ayers, who is praying really against this fire as just the flames are kind of roaring over his head and they had to evacuate the property. They came back the next day and the fire had come up to their property line and not crossed their grass, which was really, really miraculous. So uh, make sure and check that out on our social media pages if you haven't already. But about my guest today, Mary Hudson, her and her husband, Keith, have been preaching the Word of God together for 38 years. Mary also hosts Arise Women's Conferences all over the world, ministering to victims of abuse. My wife, Chrissy, has actually traveled with her all the way to Asia and back, ministering in churches and sharing really the message from the Arise Women's Conference. Mary's book is called Smart Bombs, Tearing Down Strongholds with the Explosive Word of God. And of course, I'm sure you know her daughter, Katy Perry. And, uh, you know, I have been really just blessed by getting to know this family. Keith and Mary are just some of the most generous, loving, sincere people that we know. Um, Chrissy and I just really had kind of this divine encounter meeting them, and and uh, we've just really enjoyed their voice in our lives and just their friendship. Uh, these guys are the real deal, and they love people, and they love ministering the word. They've been doing it for decades, and any chance we get to hang out with them, we've had them into our church and uh, been able to travel and and minister with them at times. And so I just think you're really going to enjoy Mary's heart. There was a little bit of a surprise in the middle of this episode where Mary just started sharing a word with me that she felt like God was speaking to her, which has never happened on a show before. So that was a really touching moment for me personally. And in this episode, Mary talks about the power of declaring God's word and really how to use scripture as a tool for those daily battles. I think you're going to enjoy it. Let's check out that interview now. Welcome to the Lucas Miles Show. It is my pleasure to welcome, for the very first time, I believe, a dear friend, Mary Hudson. Mary, welcome to the program. Thank you, Lucas. That's very kind. Absolutely. You know, we've, uh, Chrissy and I have just really enjoyed getting to know you and Keith over the years. I know you and Chrissy have traveled together to Asia, Malaysia, Singapore, and all sorts of places, Hawaii. And uh, we just love seeing your ministry. And you guys have just been a real blessing to us. Well, it's sort of fun being a Naomi to a Ruth like uh, Chrissy because she is so hungry. She is an incredible gal, so I, I I just really thankful to have her in my life for sure. And I'm sorry that Keith's not here. I would love to razz him or uh, 
have him raz me might be a better thing. But uh, well, he would be here, except the 101 is closed north and south, so it's kind of tricky because we're in the midst of these fires here. This has been a rough week in LA in a lot of ways. I mean, we had the shooting that happened at the uh, the nightclub here this week, Thousand and then, Oaks, yeah, Thousand Oaks, so sad. And then also, uh, there's there's really two major fires that are going. Uh, and we're, you know, we're here right now at In His Presence Church and Pastor Desiree and Mel, they had uh, fires basically surround them. Yeah, but you know what I admire about them in the midst of everything? She has her annual woman's conference called Miracles and uh, her fire, or not her fire, but the fire down there in Calabasas came right up to the back line of her property. And several hours before that, we just had the unction to go out there at the edge of that property and speak down to that fire because you could see it raging up on the other hill in front of her. And we just pleaded the blood over that thing and told it to back off, told the winds to cease. It reminded me, Lucas, of that time that Gloria Culpin was in a uh, uh, conference in, I believe it was Tallahassee, Florida, probably 20, 30 years ago. And a tornado started to take the roof off that conference center. And she just stood there, you know, all 95 or 100 pounds of her <laughs> and uh, pointed her finger up to the roof and said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, I command you to take your hands off of this roof. Tornado, you cease and you dry up and you die right now. And you know, the, the tiles of that roof just settled right back down. That tornado flew off because somebody would stand in front of it and talk back to it. And that's what we got to do, Lucas, in our situations. We've got to stand up and talk back to the devil that tries to overtake us with fear and everything else in our lives, because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And I know that you hear that such, that scripture a lot, but it's the truth. And it's, you know, fine to say it out of your mouth, but you've got to realize it in your heart and take action on it. And the way you take action on it is by speaking and talking with that thing two inches below your nose called your mouth. Speaking of speaking and using your mouth, uh, you and Keith have been, you know, you've been preaching for for a few years now. <laughs> how long have you guys been doing this? 38 years. 38 years. Yeah. And uh, you've been, how long have you been married? 38 years. 38 years. Yeah. Started right from the, be- yeah. from the beginning. He's my preaching partner. And, you know, you're not only doing that here in Hollywood, obviously there's open doors here, but you're doing that really around, around the country and around the world. Talk to me about some of the uh, the initiatives that you guys are working on, some of the conferences that you have, and where's your passion, you know, right now in, in your ministry? Well, right now we do, I do four conferences a year. They're called Arise Women's Conferences, like uh, the scripture in Isaiah 60, Arise and Shine. And, you know, these women, we sponsor 80 women out of shelters, out of domestic violence, out of uh, safe homes and uh, alcoholic uh recovery homes. And it is amazing how the word of God, I mean, nothing to do with us, although, you know, we speak the word and we see God change their hearts. And they st- they sit through these th- uh, four sessions of our conferences. We do one in Costa Mesa, uh, Kona, Hilo, and Maui. And it is glorious. I mean, like um, there's Pekaki, the ex-drug dealer that used to be a mule for uh, cocaine dealers that would, they would make her go to Columbia, pick up the co- cocaine, bring it back to Kona. She had three children, but they took her children away, child preventive services, when they saw how she was dealing in drugs. And the drug dealers would lock her up in the guava hut at night. Uh, and she was allowed out at night. She, they would be, she would be locked up during the day. So she couldn't do anything when she was only allowed to go out and deliver drugs at nighttime. But, you know, she had the courage. We found her in the domestic violence center there in Hawaii, in uh, Kona. 
And she had the courage, in spite of what the drug dealers uh, could do to her, to um, come to the conference, sit under the word of God, uh, receive her uh, uh, change. You know, our change is going from victims to victors. And that's what we want to see. We want to see these women rise up. They don't have to be a victim of their circumstances. You don't have to be a victim of your circumstances either. You can rise up, but you've got to declare and decree the word of God. You've got to come against the devil. And he is a defeated foe. I remember Charles Caps Lucas used to say, you know, you can look under your feet because he is under our feet. It's just that he looks up like one of those big uh, cotton candy uh, puff blow up figures that try to uh, stare us down like John Wayne in High Noon. But he's not big. He's the, he's And when we get to heaven, we're going to look at him and say, God, was that all there was? I love that the passage in Isaiah where it says that when we see him, we'll say, this is he, this is the one who, right. you know, and you know, when you really, and you know, people think that, you know, that you can read that in a quick reading and think that it means that, oh, this is, this is the big guy, but no, you're going to be shocked when you see that this is the one who's had us afraid for all these years. Yeah. You know, if I would have seen him like this, that's right. I would have been able to overcome him so much easier. So how awesome it is that we get that revelation ahead of time, you know, so that we can really walk in in power. That's how God is. God is the big guy. And yeah. you got to recognize God for who he is. You know, it says in Second Corinthians that the devil comes in like an angel of light. And there's so much deception in the world today. That's why we have to bring out the truth, magnify the word of God. I mean, that's why they took the word of God out of the schools in the 60s. They didn't want it to be prevalent because they knew if it was, it would magnify the truth. And people could not go, you know, their merry way and their uh uh, moral turpitude, whatever, you know, they did in life because they would have no standard. But we've got to be the flag uh, runners, uh, Locust. We've got to be the standard bearers. We've got to stand up for what is right, even to the uh, point of great persecution, which I'm sure that we see all over the world. I mean, think of that one woman in Pakistan that just offered a uh, cup of water to a Muslim and she's in the death penalty now. They want to, They want to kill her for offering a cup of water to a Muslim. I mean, it's beyond ridiculous. It's beyond making any sense, but that's what the enemy is. He's the author of confusion. And uh, God says, never forget the simplicity that's in Christ. God is simple. That's good. That's yeah. good. All this month, we're going to try something new on the Lucas Miles show that I'm calling the Lucas Miles Motivational Moment of the Week. You know, there are billions of people in the world. And if you're focused on comparing yourself to others, there will always be plenty of people to find who seem ahead of you. Don't get caught up in that. So they have more money, more followers, better connections, maybe they're better looking, all of those things. Who cares? There's always enough success and opportunity to go around. One of the greatest keys to success in life is recognizing that another person's success doesn't limit or negate mine. Keep going, stay focused, and believe in what God can do in you. And now, back to the show. You know, I, we just we just left a session here at this conference, and you were speaking on what I would call the finished work that God's already done it all. You know, what does that mean to you when you say that that God has already finished it, that Jesus has done it all on the cross? Oh yeah, a lot of people come to you and they say, "Well, I'm just waiting for God to do this for me. I'm just waiting <laughs> for God to heal my body or to bring me in whatever I need." No. He did it with Jesus. He was the final sacrifice, but we've got to stand up. We've got to speak the word, confess the word, praise the Lord. What is true spiritual warfare? Spiritual warfare is praising the Lord. 
is, is, is God delights in the praises of his people. And there's also a scripture that talks about the passport of praise, because mm. I believe t- praise takes you from one place to another. Yep. And you can't do that by thinking it or forcing it or trying to do it. You just got to give it all up to God and say, God, I just praise you. I thank you right now, Lord God, that you have already done it and magnify him for who he is. You know, just make him bigger than your life than what the situation is. And then you just ride in a cloud of glory and you think, oh, Mary, that sounds so crazy. You know, because I used to be a reporter in Las Vegas in uh, 77 to 81. And I reported for, I was a radio news director, reported for KNX as well as, um, you know, I did documentaries for public TV and got awards for Best of the West and all that kind of thing. And um, I would get persecuted because I would magnify God and people would come into my studio just when I was about to go on the air at the top of the hour, and they would say something to me to try to throw me off, upset me, put me into tears. Because any broadcaster that skips a word or, you know, you can't read the news correctly, that's your pink slip, right? You're <laughs> right. on your way out. <laughs> right. So um, I had a, a person, a, a lady that was helping me, that was mentoring me. And I said, Janice, what do I do? These people are coming in. They're trying to throw me off my game every single time because they want me out of here and they can't do that unless I mess up. And she said, Mary, start reading the Bible. Put the word in front of your face. Have a pocket sword right there on the desk. Start reading those paragraphs and wait till God speaks to you and then take that scripture and throw it back against the enemy because that's the one that's trying to throw you off. And you know, the, the boldness of God came up me. I'd start to read the word. A peace would come on me and anything they said would not bother me. It would be like I had a uh, guard all shield around me, a, you know, armor around me. It was so amazing. But it was God's strength in his word. His word will explode in you, Lucas. I've got a book called Smart Bombs, um, tearing down strongholds with the uh, uh, magnificent word of God. You can find it on Amazon. And it's just a thin book. Like my wonderful husband says, you can finish it. But it, <laughs> it shows you how the word of God is illuminated when you read it in your life. When you're reading along in the Bible and it seems so dry and everything like that. And all of a sudden the Holy Ghost quickens you with a word. You say, whoa, that's what he wants me to pray. That's what he wants me to say. That's where I'm going to have success. That's where the life is. So I take that word. I grab hold of it and I go on to it. Just like you grabbed hold onto this podcast ministry, Lucas. It's something that you're bringing out in other people, but it's going to develop into other things. But because you've decided to sit, be patient, be excellent at it, God is going to give you a new level. You're going into a new uh, level in uh, 2019. I'm not quite sure what that is, but I can see it clearly because you've been patient with this. You've been excellent at it. And uh, you don't try to get ahead of yourself or exalt yourself. You're trying to see what God is saying through these people. And God is talking to you. And you know where you're, you're, it's just going to be like a stealth uh, bomber. You're going to go up on this new level and people are going to look around and say, what, where did he come from? <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to come and you're going to be exactly what they need. And you're going to be in charge of it. So just rejoice, Lucas. It's there for you. Hey, I, you know what? I love having you on as an interview e. But how much better that you have a word for me in the middle of the interview? So I, I'll receive that. I'll take that. Like it just flowed know, out of the awesome. heart of God. My <laughs> husband and I have been in the prophetic uh, ministry since we were married. Actually, when we were in on our honeymoon in um, beautiful downtown Bakersfield, 
<laughs> that was amazing because we had been married before. A lot of you out there have been previously married, and this was in 1979, and we did not want to make the same mistake again. Thank God, 38 years later, that we're happily, it gets better and better every single day. And um, Buddy and Pat Harrison were there, Kenneth Hagen's daughter and son-in-law, and they always ministered in tongues and interpretations which you can find in 1 Corinthians 12. You need to look that up. It says, earnestly desire spiritual gift. God wants you to have these gifts. These gifts of the Spirit are real, and the devil's counterfeit them with psychic powers and fortune tellers. But the real thing is the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, gifts of healing, gifts of miracles like we've experienced here at this conference today. But anyway, we saw them operating in the word of knowledge and word of wisdom, and the Lord just spoke to my heart. And he said, Mary, this is what you and Keith will be doing for the rest of your life. Mm. And, you know, for me, I used to be extremely shy because I grew up with a crossed eye. You know, I looked like I was paraplegic, but I was had an eye that totally turned in. I was made fun of from the age of three to the age of 15. And then when we were uh, 38 years old, uh, it came back on me again. The muscle grew weak and my eye turned in again. And I was married to Keith and we had two little girls and we're traveling ministers and my eye turned in. We were laying hands on the sick and I was sick. I looked like I was sick. <laughs> and uh, they're saying, why are you laying hands on people? You need to be healed. But you know what? At that point, God gave me a scripture, Lucas. It was Proverbs 2012. It said the hearing ear and the seeing eye God made even both of them. And you know, the word is for whosoever will. And that was speaking to me that my eyes were going to be made even. And I'm like, Lord, you know, that's great. I went around confessing this scripture off and on for a year and a half and nothing was happening. My eye was turning in. I looked strange. I felt like I was inadequate and the enemy was trying to just put you know, unworthiness on me like he does on many of us. Amen. But you know what? You know who you are in Christ. You start raising up on the inside saying, no, 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 devil. Your word is true. Proverbs twenty twelve says the hearing ear and the seeing eye. And any of you who are deaf out there today, you take that word and start speaking it over your ears. Say, I have a hearing ear. The word says in that Proverbs that my ear here, both of my ears have perfect hearing. Amen. And God wants you to uh, hear perfectly because there's much that he wants to say to you, even through other men. But anyway, we went to a crusade, Monterey, Mexico, all of us, our whole family. By that time, my son David had been born and we were traveling ministers out of Pastor Mike Maiden's church, Eagle, Eagle's Nest in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we went and held this crusade. And um, as we did, the Lord gave us a scripture about the woman that was uh, uh healed uh of the withered arm oh, the man was healed yeah. of the withered arm man because what happened was a woman who had a withered hand her hand was all the way up on her shoulder arm was and she came out she came running up the aisle because she could see it start to come out mm. and as her arm started to come out everybody started to scream because they saw the miracle right in front of them i mean it was amazing and she was screaming we were screaming just because we declared that word that you know Jesus healed the man with the withered arm. I mean, his words are so powerful. And when he quickens a word to you, that's like a tool for you to use. You know, like the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I believe he gives you words in the New Testament to use on a daily basis, which is why it's so important to renew your mind. Because uh, that's what's going to give you the tools to fight the battle during the day. Amen. 
So uh, we gave her that word. She was healed. Some ophthalmologists and uh, eye doctors came up to us afterwards and offered us uh, contacts and uh, glasses just as a way of uh, blessing us for seeing that miracle. And I thought, I don't want contacts, pieces of plastic in my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> this was 1993. And um, my husband said, oh, just go ahead and try it. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe this. Anyway, I did. I put them in my eyes. And by the time we got back to Arizona, we got back to Scottsdale, Arizona. It was amazing, but my eyes were totally healed. Wow. And the dentist, our dentist friend, who's, you know, very precise, came up to us during Sunday service. He said, Mary, your eyes are no longer crossed. They're even. I'm going, really, Dr. Roger? And I looked <laughs> in the mirror and I thought, wow, he's right. My eyes are totally healed. This is amazing. But who would know, except the Holy Spirit, that in some rare cases, a contact lens will heal a turned-in eye. Wow. But only the Holy Spirit would know that. And I believe it's because I kept holding that word in my heart, that Proverbs 2012, the hearing ear, the seeing eye, God has made even both of them. And if you've got a scripture or if you've got a situation in your life, get the healing, get the word, get the word that pertains to that situation. Start meditating it. Why is it Joshua say, you know, Joshua 8, you're going to, when you uh, meditate in the word, you're going to Find that prosperity. That prosperity is going to come to you because it's his word that starts everything out. His word is a dividing sword that goes between the soul and the spirit. Amen. Whatever is soulish in your life, whatever is emotional it, and your spirit man, your spirit man lives forever. But it needs the food from the uh, soul. It needs your soul to be aligned with the spirit. If you don't align your soul to the spirit and the words of the spirit, it'll go towards the flesh and you'll start feeling weak. That's why you feel weak. That's when you need to feed yourself on that uh, eternal word. Amen. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will feed you that word as long as you open the door to him. And you do. You won't believe the destiny and prosperity that will come as you take those new swords and new little daggers he gives you every single day. That is awesome. That is awesome. I really hope that our listeners can just pick that word up and receive that. That you know, and that's something that I'm I'm very passionate about on this show is that people have a call, they have a destiny, they have a purpose and a God given plan. And so, thank you for uh, uh, not only sharing with me but also sharing with our listeners a little bit of your story as well as uh, just some encouragement for them as well. Well, thank you, Lucas. If anybody wants to come to our conferences or see these women healed or be healed themselves, it's Arise Conference. Conferences.com in January, April, September, and November of 2019. Awesome. We'll have all the links to your website and everything in our show notes on the program so people can find that there and encourage them to check that out. And hopefully, Christy and I will get to come back to an Arise event this year. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, Mary, for being on the program. Thanks, Lucas. If you haven't had a chance to pick up a copy of my book, Good God, the one we want to believe in but are afraid to embrace, I want to encourage you to do so. It's available wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you name it, you can find Good God there. So grab a copy. You can also always get a copy at lucasmiles.org. And after you read it, I'd love to hear from you. If you liked it, hate it, shoot me a message. Let's stay in touch and make sure and keep visiting lucasmiles.org. That's all I have for you for today, but make sure and head over to iTunes and download the Lucas Miles Show and head over to faithwire.com where you can always get the Lucas Miles Show exclusively there and listen to our newest episode. We have all sorts of exciting guests, so check it out, the Lucas Miles Show.